You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, hello, it's Brooke DeVard, and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. I am so excited about this episode with Hannah. Let me just tell you, Hannah is so fabulous and she's been fabulous since middle school, which is really saying something because middle school for most of us was an extremely awkward time, but Hannah's been cool since she was 13. I went to school with her. I saw it with my own two eyes. Hannah has always been that girl. Let me set expectations for you guys around this episode. Hannah's life is no less perfect than you think it is. Hannah's relationship with her very good-looking husband, Brendan, is as perfect and they are as in love as you think they are from looking at their beautiful photos traveling around the world together. She was on the cover of Brides Magazine in a custom Ellie Saab gown with layers of tulle and like a crystal bodice, just an, an insane fairy tale dream come to life. And so I figured, okay, that's the glitz and glam. Let's get behind it. I asked her about what it was like planning her wedding. And I opened up to her about some of the challenges I had planning my wedding. I've talked about it very openly on this podcast, all of the stress that went into planning my wedding. For her, walk in the park. So easy, so much fun, time of my life. What wedding planning stress? This is what I'm talking about. Hannah is not like the rest of us. She's not buying her moisturizer at Walgreens. In fact, she's getting her blood extracted and cocked it into this blood cream potion to put on her face. I mean, you'll hear, you'll hear about it in the episode. She's not working out like the rest of us. She's doing some crazy spider bands workout trying new things every single week. She's getting lymphatic drainage. And I think I know a lot about beauty. I'm like in it. But she was talking about some stuff that I've never heard about, that I've never read about. Hannah's on another level. But I think what makes Hannah such an amazing guest, I think what makes her so beautiful is actually her vulnerability. She spoke so openly and honestly about her personal journey, how she's had to overcome a lot of challenges, whether that's bad relationships, things that happened in school, things that she's had to balance, like what it's like being a woman in business and trying to negotiate and advocate for yourself as an entrepreneur. And I think that you guys are going to be really inspired by her story. Hannah, I thank you for being so open and honest and just keeping it real. We need more of this. We need more people talking openly and honestly about what it's taken them to get them to where they are today and what they're still struggling with. Because even when you've seemingly reached the top, there are still issues. None of us have it all figured out. And I think that the world will be a better place if we as women can talk about these things without judgment. Oh, and before I go, Hannah gave me a little pro tip about how she's been able to cultivate relationships. And she talks about doing the ask and how she's a big fan of sliding in the DMs. I think Hannah is so good on this episode that she should have her own podcast. I would certainly subscribe. And if you guys agree, please slide into Hannah's DMs at Hannah Bronfman and tell her that she should have her own show and that you would subscribe. Until then, I'm just going to have to like listen to this episode over and over again because there are so many gems in here. Let's just get into it. I'm excited. Thanks, guys, for listening. I'm here with Hannah Bronfman. Have you changed your name? I haven't. You know, like when you just do that thing on Instagram where you kind of just put a name in, yeah. then all of a sudden people think you've changed your name. Okay, I've done so, the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like Instagram, Facebook name change, not like legal. Exactly, exactly. So it's like hard to introduce you because you do so much, but I would say you are an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. DJ, mm-hmm. 
And then do you like categorize yourself as like an influencer? It's funny because I walked into a Pilates class the other day with this woman who I'd never met before and she was like a little frazzled and she's like, you're a fitness blogger, right? And I was like, I just, I just didn't correct her. You know what I mean? Because you just, it's so many, like so many labels, so many things. Yeah. I guess I'm just really enthusiastic about wellness and like created a wellness company. Right. Yeah. But I I feel like I see you as like a businesswoman first. I well, I appreciate that. But yeah, I guess, um, you know, I, I do get to work with some brands because of the influence. Um, but I just think it has to do with like the, wellness lens. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Do you realize that you're like a celeb sighting at a workout class in New York? Because I have people that text me and they'll oh be god. like, Hannah's in this dance class. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah. yeah. And I'll always be like, say hi. And they're like, she doesn't know me. I'm like, but she's like really nice. Oh my god. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm sure you can like feel it though. Like in some places you I must mean, know. I mean, sometimes on the subway, yeah. like someone will come up to me and yeah. like, you know, it happens every now and then, especially yeah. when I'm DJing someplace because then mm-hmm. like, you know, people, people know it says, they're like the name, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's like really cool. Yeah. I what? mean, at the Jay-Z concert, when I ran into you, there were these two girls in front of me online, like strategizing for 10 minutes about how they were going to say hi to you. Stop. But it was like really sweet. They were like, oh, we're huge fans of HB Fit. And you were so nice. And they were like, can we take a picture together? Oh my God. How cute yeah. is that? Yeah. That was an amazing concert. That was. I mean, Beyonce. I mean. inspires me. All day. I mean. Yeah, what do you think of her Instagram as of late? Her new Instagram, like collage. Yeah, her collage situation. I feel like you. It. I feel like I can refer to like her past ones as like yeah. a different series. Yes. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like she's creating she's like a, an art installation. Exactly. It's like you know a blue period. Like this is like a yeah it's a moment. exactly. It's, it's a, a moment. moment. <laughs> like, I appreciate it. I'm here for it. There's this like hysterical video that I saw on Twitter that was like a mock imitation of Beyonce and she was like what would I do like post a picture that's so basic oh my god it's like kind of true it's true but it also her stuff feels it doesn't feel glossy right. you know it do, it yeah. feels like low res yeah I mean there's an art there's a team oh my god there is a team to make that shit low res let me tell you <laughs> I know I know I mean same thing with Kim's Instagram to a degree like there's this kind of intentionally mm-hmm. retro film mm-hmm. low budget Thing that she's going for. Yeah, well, you know, it's like the whole idea of creating these photo shoots around non-moments. Right, right. Right? It's like these fake, canned, it's like these staged, candid moments. Yeah, which is what kind of our entire world yeah. does right now, which yeah. is insane. Yeah, and I think it's almost to the point where now I'm so okay with it that I actually appreciate Like Me Chrissy, too. Chrissy Teigen is a perfect example of like, it's staged to look candid, and I'm aware of that, but I also like it. Well, you also like it because you know that it's actually, that moment actually happened or right. will happen. Right. You right. know what I mean? It's right. not a fake moment. It's, not it's a just moment. a mistimed moment. Yes. It's, I mean, what you do is very taxing, right? Like, it's a full-time job. Mm-hmm. And I always wonder how you go from DJing to, like, a hardcore workout class, Nightlife and wellness seem to be on like opposite ends of the spectrum. How do you kind of balance them? Totally. So I actually had a podcast called Finding the Balance, and it was it was because this lifestyle of DJing like nightclubs really put me in like a miserable state mm. of I'm a more I'm a morning person. I love to work out. Mm. I've always been about that life. I grew up as like you know I was a dancer as a kid, went played sports all throughout college, the whole thing, and. Then it's like all of a sudden I'm out till five in the morning and my day, you know, I'm not waking up till like three in the afternoon and my day is, you know, it's just, yeah, exactly. So it was through the transition of moving out of DJing nightclubs to DJing corporate events Ah. that I was able to maintain that career but at a completely different lifestyle. Right. Because I was no longer DJing from midnight to 4 a.m., but I was right. DJing from 6 to 8 p.m. Right. Or 8 to 10. Right. You know, like, so not only was I DJing less hours, getting at, paid at better, getting paid a lot <laughs> more, money, yeah. and, you know, better t- better timing in my, for my day and, and my lifestyle. So that was kind of what sparked everything for me. I mean, mixed with my grandmother passing and then, um, also like a really bad relationship, just everything seemed to be like manifesting inside of me that I was not into. And I made a fundamental choice as to how I could maintain and like commit to 
the journey and finding myself. And like, that was like very much, and it was, it's funny because I was in a relationship where I was really put down Mm -hmm. and secondary and then coming out of that, I thought I was going to be, because I didn't break up with him. He broke up with me. And I thought coming out of that, I'd be so heartbroken because right. I was like committed. Right. Um, and I cannot tell you the weight that was lifted. And when I, when I like wasn't upset about the whole thing, I was like, holy shit, like I right. can't believe this. He did you a favor. He did me the best favor I've ever received in my entire life. And actually looking back on my 20s, because I do turn 30 in three yeah, days, yes, um, that was probably the, like, the moment that like, set me free. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And you can't see it when it's happening to you. It feels like your whole world is falling apart. Completely. But, but looking back, you can see how all of those things connected. 1,000%. So you go to all of these fabulous events. I see that Nikki Nelms is doing your hair now, which Nikki, is just... Nikki, it ain't safe. It ain't safe. I mean, she does Zoe Kravitz, Salon. I mean, any amazing hairstyle, sickening hairstyle that you see is coming from Nikki Nelms. And I know that she only does like, she does editorials, so mm-hmm. she'll have like a six spread in Vogue, or she does like celebrity. Like, she doesn't, you can't just like book an appointment with her. How did she come into your life? Nikki. Oh my God. Shout out to Nikki right now. She's, well, Nikki and I, I think we might have worked together on an editorial. Um, and that's how we started working together. She also did the Hair for Brides magazine, oh which was amazing. Yes. Yeah. Are you sick of talking about your wedding? No, not at all. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah well, it was we'll already five it. months ago, like how that happened. But last week, Nikki did um, insane cornrows on me, and she I didn't saw. even use a mirror. What? And they were so it's straight. Like gold flakes. Yes, literally. Like, gold flakes. taken to the next I'm like, Nikki, level. I gotta go. I'm gonna be late to DJ. And she's like, just one more flake, girl, one more oh flake. I'm like, okay. And that dress you're wearing. Like when you when you do these events, do you just get like taken into some room and a fitting and you just get to pick what you want and then Oh my god, hell no. I work <laughs> with my friend Nick Cohen, who's okay. my stylist, and I'm like running around town and like running HV Fit that he does everything and we're normally like getting dressed in the bathroom at my office and right, okay. like we're slinging yes. together the look. Okay. I'm you know happy that you said that because I think that from a Distance, your life looks like a walk in the park. I mean, people say that, you know, like, oh, of course. I would love to get paid just to, you know, work out. And Girl, it's the highlight reel. Exactly. Yeah, no, no, no. So That's like, work. it's it's a whole thing. I mean, I would, I would die if I had to do that stuff on my own or I don't even have... I mean, I know everyone's got enough hours in the day if Beyonce does, but like that's not my workflow, you know? Right. I want to go all the way, all the way back. Okay, let's take it back. You're- By the way, Brooke and I have known each other four years. Yes, from Spence. From Spence, since we were, you know, five and yeah, well, I guess, I- well, I was eight and you were five. I started though when I was 10. So maybe I was 13. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> so, okay, you're from New York City. Born and raised. You were born here, and mm-hmm. you have siblings, and they're all kind of artistic. Like, talk to me about what it was like growing up here. Um, I have a really artistic family. My dad used to be a um, songwriter and producer for mm-hmm. film, and in the seventies uh, and eighties, my mom is shout out to Sherry, just the most fabulous. I mean, ageless. I can't chic. with her. I can't. The selfies I get every single night to our family group text is just beyond. Um, so my mom was an actress on Broadway, was in Shaft. You know, like quintessential yeah. like seventies. She was like an it. Like she yeah, was, like, she was called like yeah, she was like a cult black beauty. I mean, yeah. let's get real. Cover yeah. of Ebony. Come on. Jet many a times. Oh I mean, I, yeah. Yes. Um, okay, and then my oh, wait. How did your parents meet? Oh, this is a good one. So my mom was actually starring in a off Broadway show with Dion Warwick. Oh wow! Yes, okay. to Dion, yes. and my dad was writing a song for Dion. Oh, so okay. he went to the off Broadway show, saw my mom, asked her out three different times, and then on the fourth time, my mom said yes. I love that she said no three times. I think that there's a lot to be learned in that. I completely agree. I read this very antiquated book called The Rules. Do you know about The Rules? No, but I could. I'm, I like, think my rules fall in line with The Rules. Yeah, it's like, don't don't call a guy if he hasn't called you. Like, don't, like you have to, and people will be like, oh, it's so antiquated, it's old-fashioned, but I think that there's really some truth to that. I mean... Brendan and I, when Brendan and I met, we spent every single day together, and we did. I made him wait six weeks. Amazing, and now you're 
married. married. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So. Let's talk about Spence for a moment. Okay. I've actually had a few Spence girls on this podcast, and it's interesting. A lot of them have had realizing as adults how much going there impacted their sense of self and their self-esteem and their relationship to beauty. Um, do you know Grace Gibson? She's a musician. She was like, yes, 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 yes. Oh my God. Of course. She's dope. Oh my God. Grace. Yeah. Yeah, Grace. I remember her as a little girl. She was talking to me. She's like, you know, I remember, you know, girls like Hannah Bronfman, like being so cool. She said that going to Spence made her have this like obsession with being perfect and right, doing everything the right way and Mm. having things always done in a way that would be like accepted by your peer group. And when I came to Spence, I was the first black girl. I mean, the entire class was all white. There was like no one who looked anything like me in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you know, when you're 10 years old, you don't think, oh, there's, there are no black children here. You're just like, right. these are my friends. Right. And you're all wearing the same thing. Right. But I think a lot about how there were just, you know, small moments growing up where you kind of, you forget that you're different and then you realize again. Oh yeah. You know, whether it's like, you know, swim practice, like girls just like no lotion. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how mm-hmm. do you think... How do you think that environment, especially like just being in a very small all-girls school, affected? I mean, it affected me like in so many different ways, so many profound ways that I think I've almost like kind of brushed off Mm -hmm. because it's so, it's, it's so deep. It's deep. You know, I mean, first of all, Spence, I, I never, I always stood out as like a sore thumb at Spence, I feel like. Um, there was well, one other girl, Vanessa Surge, well, with the administration. Okay, I was going to say, because you were like the coolest girl. I mean, people like praised the ground that you walked on. I mean, on, so thank you, were like, you. But I was constantly getting in trouble. I mean, I got kicked out of Spence in 10th grade. Right. Um, but my dad tells a really interesting story, which is that when I was in like Miss Palaise's class in like fucking third grade. Throwback, Yeah. <laughs> that he got a call saying two different things. One, that I was um, trying to get the teacher's attention because I couldn't see the board, and she thought that I everything was fine. I just could not see the board, or that I was just um, looking for attention. But I kept telling my dad I couldn't see the board, blah, blah, blah. And turns out I needed glasses, my first you know, glasses that were oh like God. bifocals. Yeah. And since, I've now had LASIK surgery. Oh okay, so I wasn't looking for attention. I right. actually couldn't see the board. Um, and then another thing my dad told me is that when I was in maybe second grade, every, we were going down, we were like on the eighth floor, like a high floor, mm-hmm. or maybe the fifth floor. I don't remember, but we were supposed to go down to the assembly or the first floor, something, yeah. and everyone was going to take the front stairs, and I was like, let's take the back stairs, like it's faster, yeah. and everyone followed me, yeah. and my dad said to the teacher when they called, like, excuse me, what's wrong with you that you can't have your kids follow you down the, the front right, stairwell then? Right, or so like, it has nothing to do with my daughter. And my daughter shouldn't be penalized for having leadership qualities. Yeah, and her leadership skills, are you kidding? So I was always kind of that kid where, like, I don't know, it was just I was always the fall guy. Right, right. You know what it I mean? Assumed the worst. I mean, it, I, that was the case even in 10th grade when we, got kicked, when we all got kicked out. I mean, there were five kids involved, and I was the only person that wow. was kicked out. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk about what happened? If you don't, that's totally fine also. Um, no, it's cool. I got kicked out of school for smoking weed on a school trip, and like I just got pinned with the whole thing. And um, it was just one of those moments where mm-hmm. we didn't, you know, we didn't get drug tested. I wasn't right. found with right. pot on me. Like, right. um, you, you know what I mean? It was like, it was almost like, and I had been there since kindergarten. I know. By yeah. the way, my grandmother went there. My older wow. sister went there. Yeah. But you know what? No one graduated from there. Which I think is maybe just, you know, the, the Bronfman women. Yeah. I don't know. But no, because there, there are people that have done far worse and don't get, don't get, get penalized, penalized at, all. at all. In fact, there were girls in the grade above me who were doing far worse. Yeah. No, and, and the administration knows and nothing was happening about them. Right. Do you think it was racially motivated? I, I think, I definitely think that my race and like my whole like being right like just like rubbed them the wrong way yeah yeah and yeah it was like it was real it was a crazy life experience I mean that like switched up the path you know what I mean right you know so you get out of Spence you finish high school 
I go to Bard College, yeah. which is like, like an immersive art oh, creative experience. Right? It's literally it was an incredible, incredible time in my life. Yeah. I obsessed. I'm obsessed with Bard. So yeah. I mean, I don't want to get on a crazy tangent, <laughs> but it was. I'm also the first person in my family to graduate college. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, my parents didn't. Neither of my parents went. Um, my sister actually did graduate um, from NYU, but it took her about eight or nine years or something like that. But so um, she got there. Yeah, she got there. Yeah. She got there. Yeah. She did her thing. Um, and so wait, when does Brendan come into the picture? Brendan doesn't come into the picture until... Post-breakup. Post-break... Two weeks post-breakup. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's funny because I my girlfriends were like, we're going to take you to Miami for a girl's trip. You need to get your mind off of, off of the, all of this. Yeah. And it, that was Art Basel in mm. 2011. Oh, wow. And um, I met Brendan night one. That's amazing. And I just like, I, I, I don't even know, but I knew. Really? And we, I extended my trip to stay down there with him an extra day. I actually lost my phone um, night two, I think. Okay. Didn't get a new phone for two and a half months because I didn't want the old guy bothering me. Oh, shit. And Was this guy like also kind of like a stalker? Mm, no. no. Okay. Because no, because I hear crazy stories about how people like have to change their number because an ex well, just won't. Well, I go. just I just changed all of my just, shit. Yeah, just cause I just wanted to yeah. like cut ties and yeah. be like, and I'm a Scorpio, so I was like, oh, shit. Okay. I was like, we're done here. Mm-hmm. And then I literally met Brendan, and it's been, you know, we've been together since the day we met, basically. You guys are so cute Which together. is crazy. And so when he, I didn't have a cell phone, so he had to like either write me an email or I'd show up somewhere and like we'd, ha- we'd say that, and then we'd spend like two days together on end. Um, and I'll never forget the night, <laughs> six weeks later, yeah. he was coming home from Paris and he told me he was going to be, you know, his plane landed him, blah, blah, blah. And he was delayed like two hours and I stayed on his oh stoop. And I was like, what am I doing? Am I insane? Like what yeah, is wrong with yeah. me? And he literally couldn't have gotten out of the cab faster when he saw me. He's like, I wanted to, he's like, you need to get a phone. Like, how could I not have told you that? I was delayed two hours. I can't believe you're still here. Like, this oh is God, insane. That's, so, that's like a movie scene. It was really cute. It was really cute. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then you guys, of course, had your like amazing wedding. You were on the cover of Brides. Oh my it was- God, yeah. It's crazy. It was, I mean, that's like a dream come true. Yeah, when I first saw that in newsstands, I was like, holy Jamole. And your dresses and the changes in the venue. Was it stressful planning? Because I, I think one of my issues that I have with the way people talk about wedding planning is it's all amazing and great. And I found it to be extremely, extremely stressful. It's a lot of work. Okay. Well, I'm going to just upset you a little bit more yeah. when I tell you that. Like it was a breeze. I, well, I, I did 1% of my wedding. My wedding planner was my best friend's sister. Oh, amazing. So she has known me since I was 15 years okay. old. She, trust her. I trust her. Brendan also works with her all the time because she does so many different events and Brendan DJs so many different events for her private clients. So it was kind of amazing and really right. easy to work with her. We were like, listen, high level, this is the vibe. This is like, we want something magical. She actually helped us pick our location. Oh, wow. Um, and when we, I mean, when we went there, we fell in love with it. And we were like, this Did is you it. Get married in Marrakesh? In Marrakesh, yeah. yeah at La Munya. La, at La Mamunia, yeah. The, like the most beautiful hotel in the world. I know. It was very, I was like, I want a little bit of like a Wes Anderson, mm. Grand Budapest feel. Love it. Um, you know, we, you know, whatever. So she, uh, she made it happen. It was, it was insane. And, you know, crazy things happened throughout the weekend. I didn't hear about any of it until like Tuesday. I mean, that's like professionalism. I mean, I that's was felt like I was, seriously. You, were, you felt like a guest. I honestly felt like I was floating the entire week. And I, and I, people are like, oh, you're not going to party. It's your wedding. Like, you're going to be so stressed out. I was not stressed. I literally partied my ass off. I mean, we were up like every, I mean, I don't even know how we had, I mean, you have the stamina because you're on so so much much adrenaline adrenaline. and like, you're just with every person you love. So, yeah. I mean, your wedding was insane. Thank you. I mean, by the time it got to the actual night, I had the most amazing time, but just the planning of it, it just felt like this like homework assignment just right. hanging over my head if I had someone did, I really trusted. Did you, so you did it all on your own? Oh, no, I had a planner. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. yeah I okay. I'm like, I'm like those like Upper East Side moms that have like five nannies, and I'm like, it's exhausting <laughs> right. being a mom. No, I, I had help, and, and obviously like I couldn't have done it without them, but I just felt like... I don't know. It was just, it was a lot. And then also I had a very opinionated husband. So most husbands are like, 
or grooms are just kind of like, do what you want. I trust you. Make it great. He was like cardstock, like, I don't like this spot. Like, I was like, why are you so opinionated? I can't deal with it. You know what? Brennan was a bit like that as well. Didn't it kind of annoy you? Because I feel like we've been conditioned. It's like about the bride. And so I was like, well, you know what? It's funny because at the end of the day, he'd be like, he'd be so opinionated, but then he'd be like, but you can do whatever you want. And I'd be like, normally I know exactly what that means, but now it means I will do whatever I want. I'm going to take that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. From the gift bag from your amazing event that you did with WeWork at Rise, there was this Mary's Muscle Freeze, a CBD mm-hmm. oil, and I've had like the worst period cramps this past week. Yeah. And did you use it? I used it. It's amazing. It's but great, I also right? Just, I kind of like fall off the wellness bag wagon when it comes to my period. Like when I'm on my period, I don't like the first few days. I don't work out at all because I just can't. Oh, I completely agree. I mean, listen, for me, it's like it varies month by month, but sometimes, some days, like even a week before my period, I'm like, I'm like, no, just not feeling it today. Like it's not going to happen. And for me, because my work is very physically demanding, I'm not going to push myself. I don't have time to be injured. Right. You know what I mean? So I'd rather be smart than push myself Mm -hmm. just because like, it's not a sprint, you know, like we've got, like, it's like a longevity game Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm in it to win it. So I'm not trying to like always be extra. I mean, today I was extra. I did like a running class and I went to like a Pilates class like later. Sometimes you do two classes in a day. You know what? It's only because I had a really, really indulgent weekend so much so that I just wanted to sweat. Yeah. So yeah. I went for a run this morning and then yeah. I went to this like crazy Pilates class called Flex oh, Studio. Do you yeah, know it? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I was, and I was only going to that because my girlfriend was going. So okay. she was like, come with me. Do you pay for classes still? Um, sometimes, yeah. Because I, I went, I called uh, 305 Fitness and <laughs> I have my new pass from you. And they were like, oh, like an HB Fit code, like bring it on in. Like, oh my it. God, that's so and cute. I was like, yes, like name dropping. Um, I'm yeah. actually going to 305 next, next week. Honestly, that class gets you in the best mood because there's yeah, nothing like dancing. Yeah. So I was like, the day before my birthday, I need to like just go and like to have a dance party. So, so fun. Yeah. So there are moments where you don't feel like hitting the gym and like taking. Of course, I'm not. A, I'm not like a robot. Know. You know what I mean? I, know. I mean, it's it is kind of annoying though. I understand because I do like working out. Right. Like that is enjoyable for me, and I love the people I get to meet and train with, right. and experience new classes. And I love giving my honest feedback. Like there are classes I've taken and I'll never go to again. Right. You know what I mean? Like that. Like this whole thing is so fun. Yeah, for me, no, it is really fun. Thing but it's do. not fun for any. Like for it's not your happy place. <laughs> like you know what yeah. I mean? Like no, I think I I love I love dance class. And yeah, I like Pilates a lot. Right. I hate running, mm-hmm. um, and I get very like once I find a class that I really love, like Physique Fifty Seven is like my your jam. You and Norma Kamali, yes. By yes. the way, she's seventy five and looks. I, know. If she's oh, pop, I, I don't even know if she's seventy five, but she's the most stunning woman. I know. I, it's really upsetting, actually. I was next to her in. I went to their Bridgehampton studio, and I was like, "Is that Norma Kamali to my left?" And I was like, "It absolutely is." is. And she's absolutely so. <laughs> Killing it, killing it. Well, you know, one time I actually had lunch with her and she mentioned this guy that she, because I was like trying to get into her like potion game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to know what potion she was taking because, and she's like, like, oh, well, yeah, she's like, oh, well, I don't really, and I'm like, bitch, please give me your potions. And she like said something about like the Sultan Wizard. What? And I was like, who is the Sultan Wizard? Like, I need to meet him. And she was like, yeah, no, I'm absolutely not going to tell you. Yeah, oh my gosh, like, that's cool. so funny. Yeah. I also do think that there's something to be said for like really well done work. I got Restylane for the first time in my life. Okay, so tell me what is Restylane? Restylane is like a filler that you put under your eyes. Okay. Because I have dark circles, but just I always have. It's okay. not like it's just my facial structure. I did it. It was pretty expensive. I did it a year ago and it lasted three months. And I was like. But did you do it again? No. Because your under eyes look great. Oh, thank you. I mean, this area was like filled. Okay. You know, like, you know how yes. Kim Kardashian's face yes. looks? Yes, 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 yes. I know exactly what you mean. For like how much it costs. I don't know if it's worth it. Well, I mean, I I was actually in the elevator with my mother yeah. and I am getting a wrinkle on my forehead here. Okay. She literally looked at my wrinkle and was yeah. like, 
should I get Botox? And I was like, <laughs> bitch, please, are you kidding me? I'm like, your face is perfect. Are you looking at, like, the semi-wrinkle I'm getting? And she was like, yeah. Oh and I was God. like, okay, really? Like, Wait, I'm 30. Your mom, your mom I'm has getting never, it. never no. done anything? My, my mother face? has never done That's anything insane. to her face. She doesn't need to. No, she's, yeah. her, it's in, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And then I'm like, oh, it's really, like, I'm not... 100% black because I'm already getting <laughs> wrinkles at the age of 30. No, but and we looked at your pictures of you as a child. You look exactly the same. Oh it's weird. Like your face is the same. It is It is weird. I look exactly, exactly the, same. the same. Yeah, no, you don't have to like worry about getting any of that stuff done. Well, I do think that acufacials um, help and microcurrent and all that stuff helps. So doing, I like to do preventative things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what well, acu are. So like acupuncture is when you... Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's when you put acupuncture in your face. And basically, like, you know, you can put needles in said um, mm. wrinkles and you're, like, you know, you're bringing collagen and everything to that specific place. I mean, you have to do it a lot. And acupuncture isn't inexpensive. You yeah. know, it's not not. But I honestly think that acupuncture, I don't get acufacials, but I do regular acupuncture Mm -hmm. and I do it regularly once a week. That's like a major, major constant for me. Wow. Okay. And I think it's everything. I've never done acupuncture. Especially for managing stress, my Mm -hmm. hormones, and regulating my cycle. Really? Oh my God. Let me tell you. My cycle affects. Everything. But it affects like way more than it should. Like no. What do you mean? It's your hormones. Your hormones do everything. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, I'm realizing that it's not even like healthy eating that's my issue. It's like portion control. Because even if I have like the healthiest food in the house, like if, if I'm just feeling like I just gonna eat and eat and eat, like I'll feel so sick. Like I've taken it too far. Do Girl, you know I mean? of course, we all do that all the time. Yeah. I noticed that it's like a pattern around my cycle. Right. So I actually just found these like. Ho- harmonizing waters that are supposed to well I got the sugar detox and okay. h- hormone balancing oh I need which sounds exactly like what you need I'm literally a sugar it, it's, addict it's, it's I'm tasteless water addict. you put it under your tongue um, five pumps twice a day morning okay, and night wait, what is this called? I'll send it to you. It's okay. called osmosis. And osmosis? it's okay. by this doctor. Minutes, it's also. by this doctor. Okay. He also has um, like supplements and he also has uh, skincare. Mm. Um, what? Okay. That makes you weary? Yeah, because it's feeling a little bit like when you're trying to do too many things. You well, know what I, mean? I hear you, but I heard about this through my holistic facialist who I've been seeing for seven years. Who is that? Monica Waters, okay. and she'll do lymphatic drainage on my entire body. Oh my I only really see her twice a year, but it's like she's on another level. Like she's on another level, like energetically, like she's a healer. Like she like it loves Ama. Like she believes in psychic energy. Um, One of those. No, no, no. But you know, the psychic surgeries. No, I've never heard of that. Oh my God. Where people like reach into people's bodies and like pull like, like crazy things out of them, like full tumors. No. Guys, if you don't think that this shit fucking exists in the world, look it up. Psychic surgeries. Oh my God. Do you feel like though a lot of, this is another issue that I have with like the wellness world. I feel like there's so much about like self-love and body positivity and strength and endurance. And I think that sometimes it's a you'll know real when you get it it will say ebay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it maybe it's a head-turning handbag a watch that says it all jewelry that makes you look like a gem sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly when it comes to style and luxury ebay gets it they're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts not just any experts specialized experts real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience so when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee shop with confidence every inch stitch 
Solon logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. A lot more vanity driven than that. And like, I just want to get skinny. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but that's because you haven't committed to your like journey. That's because like you're like you work out regularly. I-, I know, but it's not about like working out. Okay, explain. And like you're the tallest, lengthy, like length, like you're you don't like the right. idea that you have to say that you say to yourself like I just want to be skinny. I'll just go to a class or like whatever. It's like you're like yeah. not having the right conversation with yourself yet because you are like an Amazon woman who doesn't like you could literally like do like go up and down your stairs and your body would be like fucking thank you i i mean so i think for me working out is more of just like a mental like I don't that's think what it is for me it's totally at all it doesn't that's yeah. the, the age-old term is that diet determines exactly. your weight and exactly. that working out determines your shape which exactly. i completely 100 yes. adhere to okay. and like believe and like girl if you want to like when do you shred, sh- if you want to shred some fat yeah I personally think you need to be eating a lot of fat yep like avocado healthy nuts nuts, the whole thing coconut yep yep and you curb it on the carbs yep and you don't overdo it but also like understanding when yeah and understanding when you're hungry when you're not hungry and when you're thirsty and when you're not thirsty Mm -hmm. you need to drink enough water like you need to get good sleep you're not losing any weight unless you're sleeping well so true and, like, I think people, like, are just all about, like, cardio, cardio, cardio. No. And it's, like, that makes you eat, eat more. more. I know. Yeah. And, it like, just, like, depletes your adrenals. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the whole thing. Like, I mean, honestly, you could probably, I don't know, I'm not going to just, like, throw it out there. I'm not a nutritionist. Yeah. But, like, I bet cut down on the workouts, eat super, super. on point. Yep. I think it, I think it would make it much bigger difference the only thing like the only program that I did I know you've taken her classes so I have to ask about this but I did like the full Tracy Anderson program for like six months and my I was in the best shape of my life I'm like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie I did it before my wedding and I wasn't like doing twice a days like how she like like says yeah but I saw a huge, huge difference. difference. It's like those repetitive micro movements that target those muscles that like you don't even know are there. And it's crazy because I wanted to, I wanted, it's not that I wanted to be um, a disbeliever, you know, yeah, I but I was like, but her. because my whole thing is like, you know, I don't want, I don't like anything that's got to, that becomes like culty. Right. So like, how do you feel I, that soul cycle? I, I last my digital cycle was I don't know yeah a year ago like and yeah. I'd probably do it like once it's like twice a, a year it's a weird cult that I'm like yeah. even yoga like I can't like I can't get behind like a re- I would go to a retreat but I'm I it's the other people that are there exactly. that freak no, I me know. out I know. I know so like and all of it like I don't like extremes in any way so for me I. When I feel like I'm starting to go to Tracy a lot, I fall back. Really? Yeah, because I'm like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want people you seeing did. me all the time there. Then, right. it, like, and then also you become like a brand. There's another implication because of who you are. You right, become like this right. brand ambassador. But I think she's amazing, and I think what she's done is incredible. Right. And I think her method works. Yeah. But for me as a person, I want more variety in my life. Right. And I gotta know what's going on. Like, if, if a new place is opening up, which, by the way, a new place is opening up next week, which I'm DJing the opening up oh called God. Spider Bands. Oh, and it looks, the, I, I went it? online today to like check it out. Yeah. It looks really cool. Oh my gosh. Okay. Like, crazy moves that like you couldn't otherwise do unless you were using the Spider Band. What? I don't know. What's it makes sense. Like, the it's resistance like, band? It's a resistance band yeah. with a bar with handles. So it's kind of like what the top of a of the Cadillac looks like on one side. Okay. But like hanging from the ceiling and then like you might, on the bottom, you might be like stepping on a trampoline or stepping on a bozu or like, you know? Yeah. It's definitely like about that coordination life. Yes. Yes. I just tried um, overthrow boxing. Oh, what did you think? 
It was very intense. Yeah. I was like, this is like a real <laughs> boxing locker room. Like, it smells like sweat on for me. Have you been to Rumble? Yes. What Rumble's, did you think? I think fine. And like, Have you been to Shadowbox? I've been to Shadowbox. Like, what did you think? I like Shadowbox. Have you been to Aerospace? Yes, yes. Like, on... Like, 27th and... Yes. And it's, like, these two guys, black guys, that are, like, tall and really skinny. Yeah, but there's also Layla, who is okay. a ballerina turned boxer. Yeah. Um, we did like all this intense jump, jump rope. rope, but it was good. Like I felt amazing. After Speaking it. of jump rope, yeah. there's a class called the rope by Amanda Klutz. Klotz. It's crazy. So good. I mean, really? I was flying out of there. I, I mean, literally yeah. felt like I was like an adrenaline flying. Yeah. I mean, I probably did like 2000 jump, jump ropes, ropes, but yeah. like, damn, I was, I was on another level. But that's what I kind. That, I mean, that's what I love. Yeah. Like no, today, I went to Mile High, and I normally hate running, and I had the best run I've had in months. Really? Yeah. I can't get into running. See, I, don't know I think uh, for me, before I was walking in the class, I was kind of like anxious about going to the class, yes, and then I was like, before you continue, can we talk about that a bit more? Because I feel like the dread before you go to the class. Getting there, I feel like, is 80% of the work. It absolutely right? is, yeah. How do you, like, mo- for people that, I like, swear to God, I put on a cute out- outfit, mm. and I was like, oh, this is really cute. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to set myself up for success. I had, like, my BCAAs before class, because I was leaving from my office, so I had my BCAAs, and then I got myself a JP Fuel Extreme from Juice Press, Oh, okay. A juice. Dude, flying. Yeah. No, it's not a juice. It's a shot like this. Like caffeinated. No, not caffeinated. An all natural. I should have known that. But it literally, it literally. Like, of course, not caffeinated. It was, but I drink caffeine. Yeah. The mouth is caffeinated. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it gets, it ha- you, it gets you, where you. you need to be. Yes. And so what workout clothes do you invest in? Because I feel like I agree. Like when you buy like cute workout clothes, you feel more prepared what do you think is like worth investing in and what what are your go-tos I mean I wear Adidas women all day of course, yes long yeah um but I do think that the active wear scene is like so crazy it's so crazy it's so charging. crazy it's it's a really wild wild it's, really it's wild I know I it's mean, wild outdoor voices is amazing and they've been able to like carve a space for themselves yeah I mean I think um there are some cool brands out there for sure like aloe and alala or whatever alala I don't know a lot it's like not alaya but it's like (laughs) ala like it looks like alaya but it's not alaya um sweaty betty like fat yeah fat buddha like p59 uh pe nation like i think all of these brands are really really cool but i only subscribe to adidas Adidas women and um i love their stella stuff and i their ultra boost for me is the best but i got this new shoe for the all terrain which actually after this running class today like I would love to go out to Amagans and like go for a run. Like, really? Yeah. Which wow. is very rare for me to even be like saying out loud. Yeah. Well, I feel like it also helps that like your husband is very active as well. Yeah, but sometimes that's like a lot too. Why? Well, it's just like because sometimes and I'm like, okay, well, can we work out together? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay. And then he's like, well, why don't you go for a run with me? And I'm like, well, I don't like to run with you because you're a much better runner than I am. So it has this like, very fit. I know it has this jealous type. Um, and is he the jealous type? We're competitive. We're not jealous, but like if we're like going to be doing the same thing, we want to be on the same level. For instance, like Brendan used to be a pro skier. He was a skier for the Canadian team. And I always thought I was a great skier. And then we went skiing together and he was like, we can't ski together. Well, he wasn't like, we can't ski together, but he was like, I'm going to teach you how to ski. And I was like, I know how to ski. I'm actually at a skill level of yeah. like a moderate to, right. um, you know, accelerate. Yeah. And he literally was like, you've got like no swag, like no, like you don't <laughs> even t- like, and I guess it's true. Harsh. Like for me, it was so harsh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My, my husband doesn't let me ski. With but him. to be he honest, I had to go to ski school. Oh my God. Stop. But, the, but then, but Brendan coached the team after he, mm-hmm. he, uh, got injured and then yeah. he coached the team for five years. So actually, 
he's an incredible teacher and he, so we're actually going to go skiing for New Year's this year. And I'm so excited to go skiing with him because I actually do think that I've improved since skiing with him, which I like, like at the end of the day, like all I care about is like being the best at whatever I'm doing. So (laughs) you were going to say all I care about is spending time with my husband. (laughs) But you were like, all I care about is being the best. Okay. I got it. And being with my husband at the same time, obviously makes it a win-win. Yeah. And the reason why I asked if you guys were the jealous type, he's very good looking. Yeah. And he posts, you know, great pictures of himself. Yeah. I'm sure he has lots of female admirers. Totally. And then you are also great looking and you're, you know, in these atmospheres where I'm sure a lot of men approach you and you're very good looking and you get lots of like hard eye emojis (laughs) underneath Mm -hmm. your pictures. Mm -hmm. And you guys are both kind of in a sense public figures. How do you guys handle that? Um, that's a really good question. So I have to say that um, in my previous relationships and in his previous relationships, we were both the jealous type. Mm, okay. okay. So you used to be jealous. Yes. I'll preference that. Yeah. And he has been like told me, he's a Scorpio as well. Oh, and he's wow. told me crazy stories about like sabotage. He's like put down. Okay. The guy is... Yeah. He's done some, like, you know, yeah. wild Scorp- things. Scorpio stuff. Yeah, so I will say, and I dated a Scorpio in high school, and they say that Scorpios are either completely tumultuous or in perfect harmony. And my high school boyfriend, let me tell you, we were lunatics. Okay. And with Brendan and I, you're just, it's just, there's, like, no jealousy. Like, it's, it's honestly really crazy. I know almost... Like, everything there is to know about his past, same with me. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I think also for me, because Brendan was in a very, um, like, playboy phase in his life when I came in. Yeah. Are you guys the same age? No. He's older. He's eight years older. Okay. Oh, my husband. Well, he's 11 years older. Okay. Yeah. I think that 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 works because... 1,000%. I mean, by the time... ready. No, by the time I met him, he was, like, so... Well, he didn't know that he was over it, (laughs) but then he realized that he was over that phase. And let me tell you, he saw it all. So, like... It's like, you know. I think that is for the best. No, and then I was always, like, you know, the person who was in a monogamous relationship. Yeah. But also, like, had cheated on, like, ex-boyfriends because I just, like, no one was, like, satisfying. So, which is really messed up to say. But I, I will say, like, I feel like I learned so much about that all of those relationships that I was in about myself. Right. That have, like, all led me to. Um, beautiful marriage that you're in now. Yeah. I want to ask you, on every episode I ask, like, what are the beauty trends that you really don't like? Um, I'm going to ask you the beauty products and trends you love. Okay. But first, I Things I don't to- like. I don't like the waist trainers. <sighs> yes. I don't like them at all, Explain and I more. think, I think um, the waist trainers are actually extremely bad for your organs. Yeah. And I think that eventually, like everything that you do in Pilates is about your pelvic floor right. and tightening Zip, that. Zipping Zip. up the inner corset. That's what my body Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Zip that shit up. Yeah. So when you wear an actual corset, it's pushing everything down and it's creating a struggle between oh. that. And if you're not even strengthening that, then forget it. Right. So yeah. I'm okay. not into that. Yeah. I am not into that. I think... There are no quick fixes in this life. Exactly. And it just takes hard work, determination, and some real uh, discipline. Yes. So. Any other beauty trends you don't like? I mean, I don't know if I'm a fan of, like, just, like, the caked on look. Yeah. The doing too much for everyday life look. Yeah. The Kim Kardashian, like, the... The whole yeah, but but not even that. It's like the middle America that uh, like that are top, really like the, okay. the, like the layers yeah. and yeah. layers. I just feel like people are neglecting their skin. Yeah, and you're like, can your skin even breathe? breathe? Like, that? Can, I, like, can it though? It. No, yeah. literally, can it? I have no idea. Yeah, no, I don't think it can. Yeah. Okay. What are the beauty products? Give me three beauty products, wellness products that you just like can't live without. Like you just think they're like the ultimate. My treatment. Um, I have to say the blood cream from Dr. Barbara Sturm. Okay. I saw that on your Instagram story. I like, I, I've had one day without it and I'm like freaking out and I am getting a pimple. I'm convinced it's because I don't have my cream. Okay. Great, great marketing on there. 
You're like, contain with that, okay. I know. Um, so wait, it's blood cream? Well, they she takes your own blood and then it infuses it into her, like, um, signature f- formula. So then it basically is, like, it acts as if, like, because when you break, when you, like, break your skin, yeah. your skin goes into repair mode. Right. So ultimately, those cells are the ultimate repair mode, and you're infusing that into the moisturizer. So it's, like, ultimate repair. So how do you get your hands on this blood cream? You have to make an appointment with. I mean, I was very lucky, and I, you know, I'm I DM, and I'm like on okay. it, you know, we're like, okay, and I'm like trying. I slide into people's DMs, by the way, all day long. I slide into your DMs. That's. I mean, I feel like that's the way you kind of have to be. I'm. I'm all over the map. Yeah, I mean, Pat McGrath was talking about for the launch of her product line how she sourced all of the people that did the graphic design, and everything on Instagram from Instagram. Yeah, that's, I know. That's what the point of these I know. platforms is. So totally. We can connect and, not- and grow the network. Everything. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, and I love a personal connection. Yeah. So I definitely like I, like people think I'm crazy when I reach out to them. They're like, "What? Like, who are you?" No, and I'm like, "That's great." I'm like, "I'm coming to Nashville. Can we meet up?" And they're like, what? "No." I think that's great. I actually remember reading the story about DJ Khaled and his success, and all of these people were saying that like one thing that DJ Khaled always did his whole career was just like make the ask. Right. And a lot of people were like trying to be too cool, or they wanted to like right. not you know. But he'd always be like Jay Z, like, "Please, could you do this for me? I would appreciate it so much. So much love to you, and just be super." grateful yeah and now look we're here I know I completely agree and I always say make the ask I say it's so much better to ask than to not ask I know I think people get worried about seeming pushy or aggressive and I think a lot of it has to do with being a woman yeah right like women get painted with this lens of being being ambitious isn't necessarily um a compliment like when someone describes a woman as like oh she's really like a go-getter yeah it's not necessarily a compliment I know you know what I mean so fucked up it's really fucked up because I don't think guys think twice about this. Shit. I guess that's another thing that I'm not a trend that I'm not loving is like all of the stigma. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it's just like all the boxes, and you, and it's crazy because we're all saying that we're not about that, but we're women who do it to other women. Yep. All the time. All the time. And it's like it's just and it's like we have to just like really get it together. I agree. There's so much competition that I see going on between women. And it's like, we all have the same goal. Like, but that's, that's all But that's women. also because society has it's made... Against each other, it, it's against yeah. cra- It's a vicious cycle yeah. that is so hard to break that we're set up to go into. I know. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. It's it, crazy. And then people think, you know... It's it's just yeah I'm I it's um yeah. yeah and as a woman in business do you ever feel like oh I have to word it this way so that I don't seem like a bitch like do you have to are you conscious of like if if a con if something comes your way and it's not the way that you want it or you want to renegotiate something or you want to ask for more how do you I have my manager do it okay and you know what I was that girl yeah when I was in college and I made myself an assistant a fake assistant. Because I didn't know. Because I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave a bad taste in anyone else's mouth about working with me. But I knew that my value was more than what they were giving me. So I made an email address for Virginia Clark Nelson at gmail dot com. And let me tell you, she did all of my negotiating. And then when Ava, you know Ava, my old assistant, when Ava came on, she's like, should I like Virginia? Like set it all up. She's like, so should I coordinate with Virginia when she finally got the job? I am Virginia. She was like. She was shook. She was like, what? This is like, and that was like, I don't know. I don't even know what year that was. 2012. Wow. Yeah. Well, I didn't know how else like people were going to take me seriously. Right. Wow. That's really smart, actually. I had some interesting insight working at Ralph Lauren when we were going to hire you. Mm -hmm. And when they were putting, you know, they would, I would, be with the team as we put together these offers to influencers. And I would always say, like, it was when we were launching Women's Polo. Hannah has so much more to offer Polo than we have to offer her. And we have to be mindful of that when we're doing these negotiations. And I, But I think it's, people need to realize that these brands are capitalizing off of right. your cool, your audience. I say it all the time, these brands need us more than we need the brands. And by the way, we never ended up doing a deal with Polo. <laughs> you, you, you DJed our Did I? event. 
Yes, you did our hands. Oh my god, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And I only say that because I'm joking. Collection. I'm only joking because I used to be an intern at Polo. Yes. And I launched rugby. Yes. When we were working PR. Yeah. We like had like. So that was just like a little like Polo jab, but because well, I won't name names, but there was another design house where I was my first internship ever, 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 and they want nothing to do with me now. Really? Yeah, but you're not for every brand. And that's, that's okay. And, also, and that's something I learned very quickly. And yeah. also, like, when I was DJing a lot, a lot, a lot, it was really competitive. I mean, we had, like, oh, yeah. you know, there was, like, there were, like, ten girls that were, like, all the girls. Moving into my 30s, wanting to have kids. Like, I'm, like, ready for the next phase. Like, oh, there will God. always be a younger, cooler girl. And, like, I want that. If I could have helped pave the way right. for a new wave of female DJs, like, yeah. hallelujah. That's amazing. Like, you my that gift, yeah, my gift here is done. Like, I'd like to move. Like, I, you know, I'm not trying to, like, show up places to get paid. I want that money while you sleep money. Right. You know, I'm that's, trying to have babies and stuff. I can't be like going to DJ. You right. know, I mean, like, let's get real, yeah. right? Yeah. We're, we're, we're growing, we're evolving. Right. right. Yeah. I feel like pregnant Hannah is going to be like so sickening. Oh my like, God. Like the whole like motherhood wellness. Like, you know, all I can think about is like how not to be like the quintessential fit mommy. Because it's like, how sick are we? Well, I lean into it. I know, but I just, it's like, well, first of all, I don't know, right? I don't know what, what it's going to be like. And like, let's say like, it is all like great and cool and awesome. But the thing about me is that if it's not, you're not going to fake it. You're still going to see that you're still going to see what it isn't. You know what I mean? So it's like, I kind of just like, can't really like think about what it's going to be because you just, you just don't know. And like, my mom was like, oh yeah, like when I was pregnant with you, I looked like I was having twins. And I was like. <laughs> okay, like cool. You're gonna, you're okay. gonna be super fit. I remember. Actually, you were in this. Remember, when, this is so long ago when we did that like Teen Vogue like uh, runway run, show. Yeah, and, like, with Andre like Leon was like the MC. I remember Leah. We literally I, like 14 years old. I know. It was looking back when I think about the way we were. It's like pretty obnoxious. I'm sure adult women were like, Oh yeah, Who are these bitches in like Manolos? Just think, totally. like we thought we were full adults. One thousand percent. But at the same time, our parents were justifying all of all it. Of it. <laughs> yeah, so encouraging. Like your mom was definitely like taking yeah. photos of us yeah. and saying with mine. My mom was like, "Get me in that pic." <laughs> like I know. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, but Leah Cabetti was there. Yes. And I remember she was like eight months pregnant, and it literally looked like she had like a muffin. Right. Like, well, she's she, you know, she's very she's tiny, tiny. And some people are pregnant, and they just look like they just right. And I, I ate like a burger. You, but I feel like you're like very fit, so I feel like you'll be like a. You're not gonna like blow up. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like the thing about pregnancy, it's like you can't hide it or fake it. Right. Like either I'm gonna be like. Like, I could be, like, I don't know. I could gain, like, 70 pounds. Like, who the I fuck knows? What if I, I have twins? It. Like, who the hell knows? Twins. Do you know how many kids you want to have? Um, well, twins run in my family. So that's why I say. have the cutest. If you had, like, one boy, one girl. Well, that, those twins run in my, my grandmother was a, a fraternal twin like that. Oh, wow. Different sex. My little sister's also a twin. Oh, wow. Um, but anyway, I don't know. We'll see. I don't, I don't care how many we have. I just hope that they're all healthy and happy. Yes. Um, and that we raise our children to be smart adults because I feel like the world is losing them. We're losing them left and right. I know. That's okay. Mm-hmm. What is your craziest beauty moment? Um, again, as I like reflect on my 20s, um, my craziest beauty moment actually happened in the first year of my 20s. Okay. I was 20 years old and it was um, about a month before my birthday, so September, and I went to Bard College, and I... Oh, I think I know what this is going to be. Yeah, I shaved my head and got a tattoo. (laughs) Yes, and I remember people talking about it. They'd be like, do you know that Hannah has a tattoo on her head, but you can't see it because... I grew my hair back. So what inspired this bold move? You know what? I think about it... um, 
and I'm kind of baffled by my decision. Um, it definitely was like a moment in my life where I was kind of like, fuck you to everyone. Yeah, that's a and <laughs> It was a real give no fucks move, yes, yes. to be honest. Yeah. Um, I had my head shaved for two years afterwards and um, the journey of growing my hair out was also insane. Yeah. Insane. I had to start chemical treating my hair because, you know, that's, that was the moment that I learned my hair grew out and not down, right? right. That was a. You never wear your hair curly? Um, well, because then it was like my hair was long on this side, right. but then, so then it was like going out over here. So then I'd like cornrow it. And then by the time it like got down to here, I cut this side, uh, so be- straightened yeah. it, and had a, had a cute bob and then let it grow out like that. But. I don't know exactly why I shaved my head and got a tattoo. It is the only tattoo that I have and the only tattoo that I will ever have. Um, her name's Lucy. And then I, I actually You're created your tattoo is Lucy. Yeah. Okay. And then I created um, a, like a graphic design video in college of like Lucy, like coming off my head and then like traveling around the world. What is, what is describe Lucy? Um, Lucy is in the shape of a seahorse, but has the head of a Chinese dragon and the body of a vine. Is this something that you conceived? It is. Were you like on an LSD trip? This is like some like I was sober. I was with my girlfriend who was getting a tattoo of a dissected eye on her. um, And actually Norma Kamali made her wedding dress. Oh, wow. Just to bring it all back. Um, And the girl who was doing her tattoo was saying, um, I was saying how I'd always like thought about if I ever had a tattoo, I'd get like one on the bottom of my foot or something. Yeah, something you know, where people couldn't see it. Right, and she was like, "Oh well, my, actually, like, you know, you would look really good with a head tat." And I was like, "What? Like that's outrageous!" And she was like, "Well, my husband actually tried to get one, but he couldn't stand the pain." And I was like, "Yeah, that must be so painful to have someone yeah a tattoo on your scalp." And I was kind of like, "What do you mean your husband like couldn't like sit through it?" Like, and she was like, "Listen, like I would do it for free." if you wanted to do it. And I was like, whoa, okay, well, let me, like, think about it. She was like, well, why don't you, like, look through some books and, like, figure it out. And I, like, put it together that day. And then she was like, okay, we made an appointment for the next Sunday. She's like, if you don't show up, whatever. Okay. If you show up, I'll give it to you for free. I did not think about this moment again for the entire week. I woke up the next week with eight of my girlfriends, and including my best friend from home who came up on a Sunday morning to Bard, woke me up, and they shaved half my head. Oh my and when I God. saw my white ass scalp, I was like, okay, well, like we got to like tattoo this now. And my boyfriend at the time was like, who I'd been dating for like two seconds was yeah. like, I know you and you're not going to do this. And I was like, watch me. He literally walked into my apartment hours later, like walked in on this side. He was like, I knew you didn't do it. And I, I hit him with the <laughs> bag. He literally was like, Oh my God. That's yeah. It was wild. It for that no, it was, alone. it was, it totally was. That's so funny. And then I was Tank Girl that year for Halloween. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And it was my 21st birthday party. Didn't tell my parents about the tattoo. My first big party since my bat mitzvah. And you know what I did? Instead, my birthday's close to Halloween. I had a wig party. Oh, my God. Everyone wore a wig except for a white one because I wore a white one. <laughs> that was a good way to, like, cover it up. I've always been resourceful. Um, are, even in the past year, maybe let's say two years, do you ever look back at a look that you did and just think that was not it? Oh my God. Yes. Think. Okay. And talk more about it because I feel like to have truly great style, you have to make mistakes sometimes. So like Solange for me has like amazing style, but she doesn't always. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm literally like, what am I doing? What, like, how did I get here? How did I put it? How did I put this together? Who let me leave the house like this? And your style is impeccable. And like, I love, I mean, thank you, but I feel like it's the one thing about my style that I can say is constant is that it's always evolving. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I go through phases where I like am trying new things Mm -hmm. and seeing what works. Also like as fashion changes and evolves and as I grow into being more of myself and a woman and whatever, like my style sense is changing and like, you know what I mean? So I just feel like it's always, but the, I've done so many things. Oh my God. Is there anything that comes to mind in particular where like just looking back, you're like that 
was not. I mean, the entire phase of my life where I was growing my hair out, like that it was like this like small afro with like a weird situation on this side. I mean, you couldn't make any outfit look good with that hair. I'm sorry. Yeah. I feel like when your skin is good and like your hair looks good and like you feel fit. When your skin is good and your hair is good, you need no makeup. You don't need any, you can be in in like jeans and a tank top and just feel. Totally. 100%. Yeah. But those foundations are, even when your skin's not good, makeup doesn't even look good. I hear you. But then you look at these people online and they make the makeup look really good. Well, there's like Facetune and all this other I know. No, no, I'm talking about the videos though. They transform. uh, Oh, I know. But, like, but I can't do, yeah, I don't even know how to, like, I, yeah. I'm not even, I went to art school, but I'm not a painter like that. You know what yeah. I mean? My brother calls it witchcraft. He's oh. like. It's true. Sometimes Brendan will be like, I'll like look over and he'll like be watching like some crazy thing that came up on his explore page <laughs> because ultimately when you look at one video, yeah. then like it'll keep coming, you know what yeah, I mean? I those things. Those videos and he literally will be like, look at this person. <laughs> It's like a different person. It's like a self-transformation. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's really crazy. Okay, last question for you. But it's an art form. Beauty is an art form. It is. And hairstylists, makeup artists, stylists, they're artists. They are. They really are. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, this is a question that I ask all of my podcast guests. When do you feel most beautiful? Ooh. That's a really good question. I think... I feel most beautiful in my kitchen. Hmm. That's interesting. Because I'm creating a beautiful thing. So I feel like there's beauty and love that goes into that. And it's so uh, comfortable for me that that's when I feel most like at ease. Hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you like cooking. Love. It's like therapeutic for me. And you cook for your friends, family? All of it. I've been like hashtagging feed your friends because I love to like, I just, I love to make sure that like my friends are fed. That's beautiful. And I can imagine that that's like a really positive, affirming moment when you're like in a space that you know well, you know what you're doing and you're like, it's like an act of love. Totally. It absolutely is. And also to harp on the act of love, my my masseuse who I is like this huge Polish man was like told me this that eating is like having sex if you don't focus on the task at hand it's not gonna work wow that's a word that's amazing he's like you need to smell your food you need to activate your saliva those are your enzymes to help you digest this is my Polish accent I don't know where where (laughs) I'm going with this but it was a whole and it really made me think about you know, how we, we're eating on the go, we're walking, we're looking at our cell phones, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? But like, you know, sitting down, even when you're alone and just like... Having a full meal, yeah. Having a meal is like really important. Yeah, that's an amazing message to end out on, especially with Thanksgiving coming just around the totally. corner. Totally. Thank you so much for doing the show. I Thank have, you I so much no for having me. Well, I would give you some, but... <laughs> and tell, tell people where they can find you, I mean... Oh yeah, follow along, follow me at Hannah Bronfman and HB Fit. Great. All right. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Okay, bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.